This podcast is being recorded on the traditional land of the Blackfoot Confederacy. This consists of the Kainai, Pekani, Siksika, and the Blackfeet in the U.S. We acknowledge the Stony Nakoda, which consists of the Bearspaw, Morley, and Chiniki. We acknowledge the Satina, who are Dene, and the Métis, Inuit, status and non-status from all of Turtle Island, and those who are visiting. We are all treaty people. Welcome to the Dave Leary Show! Welcome to the Voices in Recovery Podcast, brought to you by Freedom's Path Recovery Society in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Thank you for tuning in. Please remember that these are opinions that are shared are those of the individuals and not of any agency, organization, or other entity, unless otherwise specified. Also, if you're a minor, please check with your parent and or guardian, as you need to have permission to listen to these podcasts. We will potentially talk about violent subject matter, sexual content, and difficulties human beings face on their day-to-day lives in recovery. I am so lucky. I get to have my mother on the podcast tonight. Um, Thank you, Mom, for coming. Well, I think you're welcome. Thank you for asking. She thinks I'm welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Are you worried? I am, because this is way out of my comfort zone. I know, and and I, I gave it like three years, eh? I was it was weird because I thought about asking you the first year when I had all the family yeah. on yeah and then I was like I'm gonna give her some time because I know it's weird it, it, it is weird and it's not you're yeah. not the talker no but because you're not the talker I think we all need to hear more about you right and from you so would you be <laughs> well let's just think about it like this let's we if we go back to the beginning of your time as a human yes. and up until now you can tell us anything you want between now and then, right? What? Who are you? Who are you, Mom? Like, we we know who Dad is, yeah, right? Because he's always been talking. Me too. I talk all the time too. Um, and but I bet you lots of people who know you probably don't know lots about you, because they probably look at you like you're Wayne's wife, right? I Some got, people, obviously. I got that a lot. Yeah. Over the years. So what was it like growing up? on the farm you can tell us about that and we'll start there oh okay um uh farming was not you know my particular cup of tea no but you know grandpa and grandma both grew up on farms and Mm -hmm. so you know for them it was wonderful yeah did grandma and grandpa grow up on farms here in canada or yes okay so they grew up in canada yeah okay both my grandpas grew up over by uh kind of close to Auschwitz. Mm. My grandmas grew up in um, Minnesota. Okay. Yeah, down down south. And then they migrated up here to Canada, mm-hmm. met the grandpas, and that's and that's how Okay. They ended when did up. the grandpas come to Canada? Pardon me? When did your grandpas come here? Uh, they were older, I think. Mm. I, I don't know exactly, yeah. Dave. Okay. Okay. That's a long time ago. I, I'm I know. old and they're ancient, so, and they're gone now. <laughs> yeah, but the, re- the real one, one of the reasons I asked Mom is because I was sitting with Dad. We were having coffee maybe last month or something, and he was talking about his family, and mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm like a sponge soaking it up. I'm like, I don't know if I've ever heard of this before. Yeah. Like, 
And if I have heard it, yeah. it didn't hit me the same way. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, well, we definitely, I want to know more about you and mm-hmm. grandma and grandpa and, and my aunties. And Well, we, uh, we lived on the farm in Stewart Valley, which mm-hmm. is just outside of Swift Current until I was 13, minus, minus the year I was 10 when we moved to uh, Lethbridge for one year. Oh, okay. So you lived in Lethbridge. One year, mm-hmm. and uh, Dad and one of my uncles did those um, coffee trucks. Went around to all the different uh, okay, uh, like plants, construction and, sites, yeah. and all that kind of stuff, and had the coffee truck with snacks and all this kind of stuff, and all that. But that kind of only lasted a year, mm-hmm. and so then we went, and us girls thought we were in heaven, yeah, because up to that point we never had any electricity or running water. And so we just thought, holy crap, man, we're we're. So your first thirteen years, you had no running water. Okay. Except for that one year. Mm -hmm. And then, so when I was eleven, we moved back to the farm on Stewart Valley. Yeah. And that was kind of where uh, Dad and Mom were at that farm when Dad went into the military for Mm. those few years, and then he also worked on the CPR. Okay. For a little bit, not long, right? But, you know, Dad was a farmer. He loved the land. and Did he? he? Just Oh, yeah. He was, that was his life. Even when he, um, so when I was 13, we moved up to Spiritwood. Okay. And to, the huge, bustling metropolis that is Spiritwood. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and we, uh, and there too, we didn't have running water or electricity. Mm-hmm. But you know, I, I was thinking back. I was thinking back about you know growing up on the farm and not having those things, and how how many times our friends, what when we were in Spiritwood because we were older, mm-hmm. wanted to come and stay with us, even without running water and electricity. Yeah. And we just thought, oh, that's really weird. We wanted to stay at their place because they had mm-hmm. all the amenities. Yeah, they could, you could have a shower. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, instead of washing in the tub and. You know, yeah. we have to share the water and. Really? Oh yeah. Wow. See, I, I have a, I'm soft. You guys are hard. <laughs> That's why you and your sisters are so tough. I think. Oh yeah, we're 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 a tough bunch. You are. Yep. Okay. And uh, yeah, so you know, I mean, the thing about it is, I I thought, you know what, as hard as it was in some ways, we just never thought about it because mm-hmm. that's the way it was for us, right? Yeah. And. Um, and, you know, mom and dad, I mean, they just took took good care of us, mm-hmm. even in those situations, right? And, I mean, dad, you know, he um, he had some promises made to him, right, mm-hmm. by, you know, his dad and stuff. And, and so that kind of, that kind of fell through. And then when they moved to Spiritwood, because um, he just, it just didn't, just didn't go. Mm-hmm. Right, the way the way he he wanted it to out on the farm, so they moved to Spiritwood, and but you know he 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 liked it there too. But all he could talk about was maybe one day I'll get another farm, mm. right? And he, but you know what, he kind of made the best of wherever he was, and yeah. and uh, you know, Grandpa was pretty laid back, I think, and I remember him being that way. For yeah, sure. yeah, very yeah. much so. And people in Spiritwood loved him, and Mum. And they both joined the Legion there, and mm-hmm. they were very active until, you know, well, until Dad passed away, and then yeah. gra- then Mom, right? Yeah. So, yeah, so. 
So what did they do when they, when they were in Spiritwood? When they came off the farm, what did Grandpa and Grandma do? Well, Grandpa, uh, Grandpa, um, he got a job in a grocery store mm-hmm. for oh, I can't remember how many years he did that, and then he worked in the garage there for a long time. Yeah. And then he actually went back to school. Okay. In North Battleford, I believe it was, and took his journeyman in carpentry. That's right. Carp- I was trying to remember. I thought it was carpentry. Yeah. 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 So he was in his 50s. Yeah. And so well, he was he, in his 50s when he changed. When his... he went to school, yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's never too old, though. Eh? No. No. Yeah. So he, uh, yeah, he, he did well, too, right? And so he, yeah. He did that, and then he did lots of building and helping in mm-hmm. Spiritwood, right? And, of course, you know, <laughs> Mom would say, well, you know, it would be nice if if you would just get paid for some of these things. <laughs> <laughs> I could see Grandma saying that. <laughs> yeah. Well, because Grandpa would, you know, Grandma would, Grandpa would give people credit. Yeah. And, you know, well, whenever you get, you know, paid, mm-hmm. then, you know, you can you can pay me, but. You know, I must get that from Grandpa then, Mom. Yeah, hey. Really, seriously? <laughs> I know. I, 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 yeah. If it wasn't for other people going, dude, you should try to get paid for that stuff. Yeah. I probably wouldn't. Yeah, I know. Wow. But I was the same way. Yeah. When we lived in California, I took on um, selling Mary Kay. Hmm. Oh, I remember the Mary Kay days. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, and you guys. I only did it for a year, and you guys were very helpful because you put my label on all the little products mm-hmm. and. But I ended up giving more away than I sold. <laughs> so I made nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought, ah, well, you know, that's not for me. I'd, I'd rather, mm-hmm. you know, give stuff away than yeah. charge people for it, right? And mm-hmm. So it sounds anyway. like we come by that honestly then. Yes. Yeah. Yes, you do. And I did all kinds of things. Yogurt shop, coffee shop, dentist Remember the office. yogurt shop because I think I worked at the yogurt shop. Did you? For a minute. For a minute? Yeah. I think I left it pretty quickly. (laughs) I was there for quite a while, and Mm -hmm. uh, I I had, uh, I think I worked at the coffee shop before that, and it burnt down. I went to work one day, and it wasn't there. Really? They never phoned me and told me that. That they burned down? That they burned down. Really? They never call you and tell you? Nope. I went there, and I I phoned them when I got home. Of course, we didn't have cell phones in those days, right? So I got home and I phoned him and I said, so, you know, how come you guys didn't phone me? I went to work and there's no coffee shop. Mm -hmm. That's where I learned how to make cappuccinos. Oh, really? Don't ask me to do it now. (laughs) (laughs) Was that in Diamond Bar? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's because I get, I get, sometimes I get Diamond Bar and like the early stages of Diamond Bar confused with Sacramento. Like in my well, brain, it yeah, gets yeah, wrapped up in yeah. there. Well, because we were only in Sacramento for two years and then Diamond yeah. Bar for five. That's right. So. And I stayed a little extra in Diamond Bar. Yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah. Wasn't You didn't stay, you weren't gone very long though. No. No, no it was only like, what, five or six months? Yeah, it was only about six months. Because you think. came back and finished your high school. Yeah. yeah, it would have been about eight or nine months had I not been arrested yeah. and then had to come back yeah 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 so i i took you off of talking about grandma and grandpa Mm -hmm. sorry Mm -hmm. i distracted that's okay (laughs) i digress quite a bit too because i you know i was trying to figure out you know trying to figure out what you know what i should say and you know and but anyway grandpa and grandma they and then grandma moved grandma went to work at the lodge Mm -hmm. and she was the head of the cleaning 
Okay. Of the cleaning department yeah. there, and then she became the boss, you know, because she was so good at it. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> so she became the boss, and she. I like how you her. laughed that she was so good at it. <laughs> There's definitely an inside joke there. I'll let you get to it if you want. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, but anyway, when she was uh, sixty-four. Yeah, her one hip was so bad mm. that um, the administrator said to her, I am going to apply for you so you can get EI. Yeah. Because you have got to stop working. Mm-hmm. It's a hard job. Yeah. You know, house cleaning and stuff like so that. So she was like 64, still doing the cleaning and carrying the towels and all the other stuff, like oh, whatever yeah. else needed. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they, the one thing I think that I, both, all of us girls appreciate is, is the work ethic that we mm-hmm. got from mom and dad, right? And, and, um, and I think also, um, appreciating, mm-hmm. you know, what we, what we have now. Yeah. And, you know, learning from, from those experiences that, you know, we can do pretty much anything mm-hmm. if we put our heads to it, you know, just try something. Right, yeah. just try it, even if you don't really think you want to do it. But mm-hmm. you know, just try it and yeah. But anyway, yeah. Well, I think well, it I... comes from being like just kind of tough raised, right? Where you're okay, yeah. you're okay with a little discomfort, right? Yeah. And I think that that changes things for a lot of people because there's mm-hmm. a lot of people that aren't. Yeah. They're not okay with discomfort. They yeah. want to be comfortable all the time, right? Well, that's pretty much not reality but exactly it's not reality but some people strive for it right and I remember like one of the things that I am really grateful for for mom and dad was when I was born Hmm. and uh, I was not quite three pounds whoa you're like Riordan yeah I didn't know that mom yeah and Mm. the doctors told mom and dad that I wasn't gonna live oh geez because I couldn't keep anything in my stomach yeah and so dad said, well, if she dies, she dies at home. Mm-hmm. So they took me home and Auntie Diana was only 11 months old. Yeah. So they basically had two babies and me. Mm-hmm. I needed to be fed by an eyedropper. Wow. And they found, um, they found a carnation evaporated milk, you know, the canned stuff. Yeah. That was the only milk I could take. Yeah. And so they fed me my eyedropper, and every time I squawked, that's I got, I got something. Yeah. And then. <laughs> oh, mom. I know, hey. Well, I can now. I can picture you like 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 Riordan when he was born. We were able to hold him in our hands, like he yeah. was so tiny. Yeah. And that's probably like how tiny you were almost. Yeah. That is weird. Yeah. See, right? but that I wished I wished back then that they would, they would have been able to have pictures. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But, um, so, so anyway, um, after like a few months, I went back for my checkup mm-hmm. and they took, they took me to the doctor for my checkup and he said, that's not the same baby. Yeah. And dad said, oh yeah, she is. Mm-hmm. Cause I was chubby. Yeah. You were putting on weight and yeah. Oh yeah. I was a chunk. Nice. And <laughs> so you went from like three pounds within how many months? Just a few. I Just can't a, even remember, like yeah. maybe two or three or four wow. months, something that, like that. That doctor must have been shocked. Oh, he just said, that's not the same baby. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so I was, <laughs> so, you know, uh, in recovery, 
I, you know, with Bill Crossan and, you know, some of these other people that mm-hmm. I went to, they, they, they took me back to those times and how I felt all those years growing up that I owed them mm. to be perfect. They saved you. Because they saved me, yeah. you know, and, and God saved me, right? Yeah. And so I had to be good mm-hmm. in order to earn my life. Mm. Because otherwise, you know. Yeah. I feel that. I feel that today still. Yeah. yeah. Especially when you survive, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't know if it ever gets, you know, if it ever gets better, mm-hmm. you know, as far as... Because, I mean, that's a long time ago when I became aware of some of these things. Yeah. And why it's so... And that's like even coming here and doing the podcast. Mm-hmm. It's like I still have that that fear of not doing it perfectly and people are going to laugh at me, mm-hmm. right? And it's the rejection. And so, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if you remember, but, you know, mm-hmm. growing up, it was like I couldn't say no to things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, I remember. Yeah. So... You know, and and being in recovery, then I was able to, you know, kind of sort out some. I mean, I've come mm-hmm. a long way. I feel like I have. Oh, without question. Yeah, and but still, those are, those are still things that when, when I'm asked or or when I'm looking at doing something that I'm not comfortable with, mm-hmm. or that I think I might fail. Yeah. Then I don't want to do it. And I remember when I was seeing Bill, um, he said to me, what, what you need to do, he always called me sweetie, right? Mm. So it kind of softened the blow yeah. <laughs> of what he had to say. It's always nice when someone says, sweetie, I'm about to smack you in the head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, okay, where was I going with that, Dave? Bill smacking you. About what, though? Bill calling you sweetie. Um, yeah. It was something about the recovery process and getting connected with your childhood. And oh, right. And so and so he said, well, he said, you've got two strikes against you, your uh, passivity and perfectionism. Yeah. And he says, unfortunately, you're going to have all you're going to have those for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. But he says it will get better. It will never get best, but it'll get better. But that's something you're going to have to be aware of for the rest of your mm-hmm. And I said, well, no, I don't, I don't want that. <laughs> and he <Yeah>. said. <laughs> he said, too bad. That's what he said, yeah. He said, well, that's too bad, sweetie. He said, because, mm-hmm. you know, this is a couple of the things that are part of you. And, you know, and going through the journey with him mm-hmm. from back when I was born, and a young one, and, you know, if I ever did anything wrong, it was like, oh my God, right? I'm, yeah. I'm doomed, you know? And that's not, I didn't make mistakes. Good Lord, I made a, a lot of mistakes. Mm-hmm. But I still had that, you know, I better straighten up. Yeah. Get back on that line, right? And don't cross that. That's so interesting. Because, I mean, if I was to ask people, and I do all, every once in a while, it comes up. Like, you and Dad come up when people are asking me how mm-hmm. I'm doing and stuff. And, like, you're a, you're a fucking rock star. I mean it, like out there. People think you're incredible. Like they're just like, 
your mom is so sweet. And I'm like, how did you meet my mom? And they're like, no, I, we saw her. She was so sweet. Like, it's just so, it's literally like that in, in the community because they love dad too. They, and they just, I think, yeah, whatever, whoever you two are is pretty incredible because people just remember you being amazing. It's, no, thank it, you. You're welcome. And it's, it's, I mean, obviously I think you guys are amazing, but as a, as a kid in, in recovery and people just think your parents are rock stars, it's pretty cool, right? That is very cool. Yeah. Very cool. And it's, it's, what I, it's what it feels like sometimes. Because, yeah. I mean, there's, I think I told Dad this when he was on the podcast, but there's people who only work with me because of you guys, hmm. right? I mean, That's they may have continued to work once they got to know me. Yeah. But off, there's times, absolutely, I remember, well, your, your dad speaks highly of you. And I'm like, well, that's a pretty hard, like, I mean, I understand he's my dad, but still, that, I, gotta, I better get my boots on for this then. If, <laughs> if my dad recommended you or recommended me or my mom mentioned it, well, I better, like, do perfect too. Like, you start feeling like, I, how, how could I ever live up to it? And the truth is I can't, so I'm not mm-hmm. trying to. I, I think I just appreciate you guys for rock stars. Well, thanks. Yeah. yeah. And Very it, cool. It is cool, Mom. Yeah. Um, so yeah, sorry. Back to the your you were learning about your past and and recovery with Bill. And you know, and and the thing about it was I could I I always felt like, you know, let let things go, mm-hmm. you know, let things go. And even with you know back to back to Grandpa and Grandma, right? And and some of the promises and and, and it just mm-hmm. you know, it it makes you, it makes it makes me angry when I think about what dad could have had mm-hmm. but he didn't know he didn't know how to you know mm-hmm. say this is this is the way it's going to be take it or leave it kind of yeah. a thing and he kind of just fell in right and mm-hmm. and um but i mean he 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 got that straightened out with his dad right over the yeah. years and and so he made that right but you just think, well, somebody that loves something so much, like Dad loved farming, mm-hmm. it was just too bad. Yeah. Right? And, uh, but you know what? He he got into the Legion and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff and, and got busy and him and Mom did Meals on Wheels and, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. So, I mean, we've always had, had kind of that as an example and they always yeah. had people in and family mm-hmm. and whatnot, right? And. So that's always been part of our life, right? Yeah. And is to you know help other people and mm-hmm. and uh, Dad was um, as a Legion member. He uh, he had um, a quite of um, following with the uh, Indigenous people. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the reserve up there by Spiritwood. At, What's the uh, name? Do you remember the name of the reserve? Chittick. I can't remember the name of the group. Yeah. Like I can't remember the name of the tribe. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, they loved it when Dad and some of the Legion guys came out there, right, mm-hmm. and talked to them, and, you know, and they even did, um, uh, uh, what do you call that, Dave, when they do the, they do the dancing? Powwow. The, they did the powwow, and yeah. they invited Dad and some of the Legion people out there, yeah. right, and so, you know, he... Well, and back then, though, that must have been a thing, Yeah. right? Like, to be invited, to even be able to... Yeah. Cross some of those those barriers that were in place back then. But you know what? He he never looked at it like that. Yeah. Dad never ever thought, right? I wouldn't think he would, yeah. No, 
He yeah. never ever. I mean, and we didn't. We never ever really. Yeah. But then we didn't know a lot either then, because yeah. we were never taught a lot of stuff like yeah. and what we know now, right? But that was, you know, us girls talk about that. How dad was, dad and mom both just accepted everything. Yeah. You know, they just accepted people, right? And mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you know, mom would get a little, you know, well, why would they do that? Right? <laughs> well, you know, grandma. Yep. Yep. You remember grandma, bless her heart, right? But well, of course. Um, but but we, when you have like a, a person so laid back like grandpa, it's yeah. a natural. It's a natural shift, right, for for the other person to be a little bit less laid back, yeah, right, and yeah, to put it put it mildly, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll just we'll just. But leave. she's an she was a, she's an amazing woman. Like there's oh, nothing. Oh, I I mean I could never keep up with her. Yeah. Really. Yeah. With all the things that she accomplished and mm-hmm. her, you know, I mean, she was a great, great cook and a baker and mm-hmm. you know and a really hard worker. Yeah. I mean, I can't even imagine living on a farm for, when I was 19 is when they moved into Spiritwood. Mm-hmm. And so for all those years, except for that one year, mm-hmm. they lived on farms without running water and electricity. And they had huge gardens, mm-hmm. you know, huge gardens. And the barn that we had in uh, wow. Stewart Valley was made of straw. It was a straw roof. Wow. I know, and <laughs> like literally straw woven together for the roof. It was just like piled, piled up, you know. And you okay. had to, yeah. you had to actually walk down to get into the front of the barn. Mm-hmm. And then on the other end of the barn was this window. And us girls, we used to, we had a swing, and we could swing right, <laughs> right through it. We could swing right through. Yeah. Right, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> about that now i thought holy cow you know just so you guys know my mom just about said fuck right there i did not <laughs> i saw the i saw I was, the word forming on her i lips. was gonna say holy crap <laughs> okay maybe i'm wrong maybe i misread that i it's not that i haven't said that on more than one occasion but <laughs> see and that's good for people yeah, to know because they don't think that you do yeah oh yeah they don't think you do but it's only because you're always sweet and I mean, you're a sweet human, so they people forget you're also a human. That occasionally requires you to say fuck or something. Yeah, yeah or you know, or crap, or the sh word. Yeah, or sh. In case the grandchild is listening, Zilla, I'm paying attention. Yeah. Yes. Or sh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when you mentioned you mentioned recovery. Yep. What first like got you into recovery? What was the first kind of like, I mean, I'm thinking of Greg, obviously, but I don't know if that's the first part for you. Yeah, I, I you know, I, I never knew anything about it. Yeah. Nothing, you know, and even though, even though um, there was a lot of uh, uh, alcohol drinking in our family mm-hmm. and on dad's side, not so much on mom's side, except I shouldn't say that because her brother, Uncle Wilmer, he was an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, uh, and then dad had, you know, a few brothers that were yeah. alcoholics. And one of them actually passed away from liver disease, I think. Oh, yeah. Because of the alcohol, right? And so it's, you know, it's kind of, you know, and there was a time when grandpa had, you know, had to step back and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, uh, you was know. Was it when he returned from the war? Did it just, did he start drinking you more? You know what? Or? I don't know what. 
I don't know, David, when it was, but we were on the farm, mm-hmm. and but we were all us kids were older. Yeah. So it was not the because Dad was in the war before we came along. Yeah, that's true. It would have been yeah. long before. Yeah. yeah. But uh, he, um, but it was around that. It was in in Stewart Valley, I think, where he did have some problems mm-hmm. with it, and then of course, and in Spiritwood, he had uh, when he had his first heart attack. Yeah. He uh, he quit drinking altogether. You know, he okay. wasn't he wasn't uh, like a heavy drinker then, but he ended up quitting drinking altogether. But it's you know. It's all it's it's all in our family, right? Yeah, yeah. Because I know like Dad's family, and I've gotten to yeah to know learn more about Dad's family over the last few months of going to coffee and stuff like that. And there's it's like a shit show. <laughs> I mean, a wonderful shit show because they're humans, right? Yeah, and, yeah. And it really does explain why recovery is a family illness, mm-hmm. right? It it kind of connects it all because you can't ignore the fact that. You know, I am an alcoholic. We thought Greg was an addict with cocaine. We came into that. Yeah. Um, and it obviously is in the family, mm-hmm. right? Like, I mean, I get it. Yeah. It may not be whatever genetics um, answer is out there, but there's something there. So did you find that when, when Greg first started um, exhibiting those behaviors, that it was like anything indicative of when you were young and saw like an alcoholic behaving like an asshole or um, because sometimes it just looks like negative behavior, right? It's like, well, uncle so-and-so, he always just says everything out, out in the open. And so he's an asshole. He only does that because he's drunk. (laughs) Like, I mean, Uh, not, not really. Yeah. But then you have to realize we were on the farm. Yeah. So we didn't have, you know, the only time that I can, I can remember actually was uh, because Uncle Roy. I didn't know if you ever went out to Uncle Roy's farm. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah moonshine and, with Uncle Roy, right? Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> so I mean, there were times when some of the other family would come, like some of my other uncles. And they were mm-hmm. all musical, so they all played yeah. instruments and and sang. And mm-hmm. um, my uncle Raymond was actually in a band. Uh, what was his pioneer? Pioneer something, and you know, Grandpa Herbal was in a band. Yeah, in Spiritwood, he played guitar, right? Yeah, 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 and he did some singing too, along with the. Okay. Yeah, and uh, we'd they'd go out there, they'd meet out at, at Uncle Roy's and get high on moonshine and <laughs> whatnot, right? And, yep. You know. And whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> and get you know, and yep. you know, start acting, you know, stupid. Yeah. But you know what? I don't remember. I don't remember any of the behaviors back yeah. then. People didn't talk about it though, did they? No. Yeah. You know, and like I say, you know, at home we never really. Yeah. And we didn't really know any practicing alcoholics. So you met Dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then Dad wasn't a practicing alcoholic then, right? right? I mean. That's right. You got you met him after. Yeah, right? I never knew him in those yeah. in those days. It's probably for the best. Yeah, I think by the sounds <laughs> of it, yes, I'm, yeah. I'm quite grateful for that. But you know, even so, right? Um, so when Greg, you know, I uh, I knew nothing. Mm. I mean, Dad and I really can't. I just speak for myself. I never heard 
of yeah. Alcoholics Anonymous, I don't think. Mm-hmm. And if he did, it might have been like a movie. Like in a, a passing movement yeah. or something like that, but never knew anything about it. And I remember when having to go to kids, right? Mm-hmm. And having to go to that uh, family. <sighs> family program? Yeah. Is that what they called it? Yeah. yeah, something like that. And, you know, the parents, I had to go, you know, to the parents, and you guys mm. had to go to the kids thing. And oh, I thought. Fucking nightmare. I mean, I didn't even really know how to answer the questions. Yeah. Because I had no idea what they were talking about. Yeah, you and me both. Basically, yeah. right? And uh, I thought, well, what did I do? Yeah. You know, basically is what <laughs> is what I was thinking. Well, what did I do? And see, and that that's because of their approach, right? Their approach was, it's all your fault. Even though you're not the drinker, it's your fault he's a user or whatever. Yeah. Right? You're contributing to this. That's how I felt too. Yeah, and yeah. I just thought, well... I don't even know how to answer this, right? Yeah. Because I don't know what I did. Like, yeah. I, I have no idea. Yeah. But but anyway, so that was our first, our first real, you know, insight into mm-hmm. recovery, and I I kind of just left it. Yeah. Until we got to Calgary here, right? <coughs> and then yeah. you know, Dad and I had our issues and. I ended up, you know, with Bill and some other people, and yeah. But I went to um, I went to Bill's uh, AA Big Book study for three straight years. Okay. And I'm I'm not an alcoholic. Yeah. But I had gone to some uh, CODA meetings. Codependence Anonymous for anybody yeah. out there. Oh, yeah. sorry. No, it's okay. And um, I got more out of those than I did about out of the codependency mm-hmm. meetings, and yeah. I just dropped those and just stayed with Bill on the big book study. Yeah, I just found it fascinating because I'd never had anything to mm-hmm. you know to uh, to do with that at, up to that point, right? And then all of a sudden, I started seeing things, yeah. you know, and then of course, you know, my own behavior as a mm-hmm. you know codependent. I used to be flaming, but now I'm kind of not quite that. Yeah. That flaming. You're not on fire anymore. I'm not on fire anymore. With Thanks, codependency Dave. spirit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the spirit of codependency. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I was like, because <laughs> you know what? The interesting thing is, getting married to a minister. Mm-hmm. I mean, being a minister's wife was number zero on my <laughs> on my list of people I wanted to marry. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> you were hoping to have a doctor or something like that. Well, or I I never wanted to be a minister's wife. Yeah, that was never on my list. That was the least that I because I mm-hmm. you know had ministers and you know wives and all that kind of stuff. All because I grew up in the church. Yeah, basically, right. And and uh, so I just thought I'm never going to be a minister's wife. Holy cow! Right, it's so boring and mm-hmm. whatnot. But then I met your dad, and you know he was quite exciting. So. Yeah. You know, I was quite exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the first time I met him, he yeah. came to, to Spiritwood with the choir from Aldersgate. Mm-hmm. And I said to uh, a friend of mine's mom, I said, I'm going to marry that guy someday. Really? Oh, she said, don't be so silly. Really? Said, Wild. Saying. The next thing you know, he came back to be the, the summer pastor. Mm-hmm. And we went and eloped and got married. So the the summer he came back to Spiritwood uh-huh. to be the summer pastor, you guys eloped and got married. Yeah. And I think Dad mentioned that he actually was with another chick. 
He was. So was I. I was with another guy. And you were with another dude? Yeah. Yeah. See? So just so you know, yeah, they're sweet old folks. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But they did like totally break up with their their others to get married to each other, which is awesome. Yeah. It makes a wicked story. Yeah. Cool. I know. But the thing is, you know, like I... I grew up in all of that kind of stuff with the church, right? Whereas dad just kind of came into it when he, yeah. you know, yeah. when he, when, when God changed his life and turned his life around. Yeah. Right? When he got he, out of jail. Yeah. Really. And then he, he learned all about the rules and regulations mm-hmm. that I grew up with all my life. Yeah. Right. And, uh, so it's hard, you know, it's hard not getting into recovery then and changing my whole mm-hmm. concept of what it means to be a believer. Yeah. Right? And the fact that you just got to throw all of that stuff that you were taught, throw it out the window mm-hmm. and find your own your own beliefs. Yeah. Right? I mean, I've always believed in God and and in 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 Jesus and mm-hmm. all that and I always will. Mm-hmm. Because I just feel like that's how I've been able to cope with things. Yeah. It's real life. for you. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I would, I would never change that for, for anything. Right. But I do remember different times in, you know, in our early married life where even both dad and I would sit back and say in the church, you know, this isn't right. Mm -hmm. You know, the way they're doing this, the way they're treating people Mm -hmm. and, and then, but in those days you didn't know where to turn to get help, you know? And uh, so we, you know, we just plodded along. And but I remember in in Diamond Bar when we were getting ready to move here, mm-hmm. instead I, of Hawaii, instead of Hawaii, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm never gonna forget it. So I know. Well, I'm sorry, Dave, but I won't forget. I know that. you no, won't I forget know, that I either. Know, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I remember standing at the mirror and saying tears running down my face and saying to myself who the hell are you anyway mm-hmm. i was so broken and i didn't know i was broken mm-hmm. except for that moment when i looked in the mirror and i thought mm-hmm. you know who are you i i was so i think i was from what i gathered after getting in with bill and yeah <laughs> This other council, the first counselor I went to when we first came here, he told me, he says, well, he says, what you need to, what you need to learn to do, Marilyn, is you need to learn to say F off. Yeah. (laughs) I just looked at him and I said, I can't do that. Yeah. And he says, well, if you can't look at me and tell me, he said, turn your chair and look at the wall and tell the wall to F off. Mm. And here, here I am. I'm, I'm like this. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't do it. Couldn't even say it out loud. No, I couldn't yeah. say it out loud. Wow. And uh, and then I just, I just, I dropped him because I thought, you know, I can't. I, what does that got to do with anything? Yeah. You know, I just thought, okay, well, I, I'm, and I knew I was depressed. I was really, mm-hmm. really gone, but I didn't know how mm-hmm. to deal with it. You know, and then Dad and I were separated for a while, mm-hmm. and I started going to see Bill and and uh, Kathy. I think her name was Pat. Pat, her name mm-hmm. was, and that's kind of when my eyes were opened, yeah. right, about my part in everything, mm-hmm. right. And so, 
you know, that was very, it, it was life-changing. Yeah. You know, and, and I just keep, remember things that Bill told me. He said, um, you have to remember, sweetie, he said, you're, you're, you're still human after all. Mm-hmm. He said, put that, you know, it's okay. And it's okay to be human. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, he, he taught me a lot. I just remember so many things from yeah. him. And Fred, too. Fred yep. came and did the journey. And I, you know, had a lot of that even as a, as a baby, right? Mm-hmm. I had that, those, I don't know, journeys, I guess, to back then and stuff and well, had the anger. Yeah, like we wouldn't even think of that being, like back then at the time, wouldn't even think of the, of the experience of being born three pounds and going through everything you went through. Just because you're not consciously aware you're going through something, you're still going through it. Yeah. Right. And they know now that the pre and postnatal and all that stress is important on the baby's develop, not just development physically, but uh, emotionally and, and mentally. And mm-hmm. um, so through that journey, were you able to connect with some of that maybe fear and pain that that was there when you were young like that? Yeah, I, I think that um... I, I, the, the fear that I had, and I think part of it, you know, it, part of it came from, uh, the church mm-hmm. that, um, that you owe, so you better, you know, you owe who you owe God for saving your oh, life yeah, and yeah. you owe your parents. And so the way you owe your parents is you be the good one. Mm-hmm. You be the good one. Yeah. And, but I remember, you know, even growing up thinking once I started, well, not so much when I was growing up, but when I was, when I started in recovery, thinking, wonder how my sister really felt, my oldest mm-hmm. sister, you know, 11 months. Yeah. She had to stop being a baby like that minute. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've, we've had lots of discussions about that, you know, and, and what has she uh, said about it? Can I ask? She, <laughs> or does she just laugh because she's like one of the toughest humans too? Like I know, but you know yeah. what? That that did, yeah. that did affect her. When the one time I will tell you this, I don't think she'll care. Um, uh, she was in the journey with Fred, mm-hmm. and she was staying with us, and and uh, they had a break, and they asked me to go in if I could just you know talk to her because she was you know pretty upset and everything. Mm-hmm. That's and, emotional stuff, that work. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so I was I was kneeling at her feet there and mm-hmm. looking up at her. And she was, what she tried to do was she tried to take, she took a piece of Kleenex and she tried to tear it into like exact measurement all mm-hmm. the way around. And she just kept doing it until she, well, ended up with pretty much nothing, right? Yeah. And then when I came in and I said, so I said, you know, what's going on, sis, right? And then she you know, across the face and, mm-hmm. and said, and you miss Goody Two-Shoes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, we laugh about it now. Yeah, of course. Right? That would have been heavy. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And uh, I just I, I just looked at Fred and I said, I said, what do I do? And he said, nothing. I said, <laughs> okay. Yeah. But you know what? It's almost like I felt like I, I deserved it. Mm-hmm. For being a baby that needed extra help. Yeah. Yeah. And. God, that's amazing how the human brain does that, hey? 
And you know, it was almost like it was almost like a burden lifted. Yeah. It was a relief. Oh, I bet. For her to say what she actually felt, probably for years. Yeah. I mean, her and I, I, you know, we're all really close, us girls. You, you are, know? yeah. And you know, and, and so we talked about that a long time. You know, often we we talk about that and mm -hmm. and how. And I, I know I told her, I had said things to her before that, like, because I was in recovery before she got into yeah. that. And uh, I said to her, I said, it must have really, you know, when you mm. were a kid, having to do that with... And all know, the attentions immediately off yeah, of her. Yeah. And, yeah. and she was still a baby. Yeah. Right? And, and you know, she so just... So it was Diane... Diane? Diana. Diana, you, Dolly... Lorraine. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's the order of birth. I'm just yeah. I'm doing the order of birth for my. Aunt. Okay. Yeah. In case yeah. anyone's wondering what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we don't wonder, Dave. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yes, you, know, you already don't. know that I'm not doing anything productive. So. Oh yes, you are. <laughs> but anyway, so you know that was that to me was a burden lifted mm -hmm. because I knew that I'm thinking she she has to have felt something. But you know what? You didn't talk about those things. You yeah. just carried on, you know, yeah. like, well, that's just the way it was, right? Until you start getting into recovery yourself. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden you realize, oh, okay, well, that's where that comes from, yeah. right? And so that's why this and that's why that. And, you know, I mean, I remember her when she came home from, uh, from that journey. She stopped at Shoppers Drug Mart and bought me a teddy bear. Oh, did she? Yeah, and brought it home and said, <laughs> "I'm sorry." And I said, "No." I said, it, yeah. "To me, it's it was a relief mm -hmm. because I feel like um, it's a it's a burden that that you lifted off of me because I have felt that for you, mm -hmm. and I just am happy that you got it out." Yeah, and so you know. That's just one of those, you know, one of those, mm -hmm. those things, right? And but I think people underestimate the power of recovery, mom, of doing the work, yeah. right? Yeah. We, we until we're in it, we can't really know, right? Yeah. And yeah. we underestimate the impact that some of the the work we do, what that's going to have on us. Mm -hmm. You know, like we people don't necessarily understand why a step four makes people so squirrely mm -hmm. and and makes people so unstable. Right. But the yeah. truth is, it's because that's what the work is intended to do. Yeah. It's intended to make you feel unstable so you grow. Right. Um, mm -hmm. And feel that emotional upheaval at being able to confront something that was with you your whole life. Yeah. And her, too, probably. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, I'm sure it was. And, and you know, and and for me, I, I, I think it was I almost I almost felt guilty. Mm -hmm. That that she had to stop being a, a baby mm -hmm. and grow up, right? And and I had all that attention that yeah. should have been on her for at least a while, right? Yeah. But then I think, you know, well, I mean, and God bless mom and dad. I mean, yeah. really, I just, I would have done, they did what they felt was, that they needed to do, mm -hmm. you know, they needed to take care of me. Yeah. 
And I remember my grandma being there too, helping out and stuff like that, right? And, mm-hmm. and one of my aunts, because uh, dad's mom and dad and, and the kids that were still home, mm-hmm. they just lived down the hill from us kind of a thing on yeah. the farm too, right? And and one of my aunts and different ones came and, you know, helped out and stuff like that, mm-hmm. right? But, you know, when you got to haul milk up that little thing into the house and oh, all the stuff that you know mom yeah. used to have to do it and help dad right and it's to me i just i am so thankful to them mm-hmm. right for just plodding along yeah. you know and just getting things done because that's what you do yeah right that's the thing that stands out when i hear from people who've been on, lived on farms and stuff right is that yeah. you just do it mm-hmm. <laughs> You just don't think about it. You just have to do it. Yeah, like, yeah. And of course, when you have the luxury of being able to think about it, you don't want to do it because it's yeah. like, holy crap, no wonder we're all automated because mm-hmm. that's hard work. It's hard to walk the water up and down stairs mm-hmm. and the milk and whatever else is going on. That's unbelievable. Like, how did, did you ever ask grandma and grandpa um, throughout the years, like how they managed to teach an 11 month old to help care for a smaller baby like how did they do that did she just kind of catch on right away like well i i i I don't know how they did that you know i never actually never actually really talked about it and i just said well gee mom you guys were you know to to you know take every minute and Mm -hmm. you know feed me with that eyedropper when i squawked right and 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 you know what about die right and and mm-hmm. uh, you know they never we just did it it's just yeah. we just that's what we had to do and we did it and I guess right? it was probably the same for Diana right yeah. like at eleven months old she just had to do it yeah there was not like it will be an option yeah but I'm just trying to remember like I have no idea what I was doing at eleven months old but I can almost guarantee it wasn't feeding an infant with an eyedropper <clears throat> right it was probably like picking poop out of my diaper and rubbing it on the walls and stuff is probably what I was doing at 11 months. No, you didn't. Okay, well, no. I just, yeah. Well, both my <laughs> brothers, they still do that. They still wipe their poo on the walls. <laughs> no, they don't. They do, nope. but that's okay. Mom does, mom, you're the mom. That's it. As far as you're concerned, they never will. They don't. Rub their poop on the walls. No, yeah. <laughs> so that's, moving but that's on. impressive. Yeah, moving on. I know I digress all the time. <laughs> And it goes into poop jokes, oh, yeah. mostly. Um, like, that's incredible, Mom. Like, it's incredible. And it, I'm sitting here, and I'm like, it's no wonder that my brothers and I are, like, literally some of the hardest working people I've ever met. Right? I yes, mean, I don't... Are. All like, of you. Yeah, yeah, but it comes from you guys and dads and dad's family. And there's just so much mm-hmm. of that work ethic in us. And I remember growing up thinking, like... I don't know how you guys do it. Like I, at the time growing up, I'm just like, okay, I got to get a job. I just knew eventually I need to do this because this is what my folks are doing. This is what they've always done. Um, and then of course we were all, we hit the ground running with work. Most of mm-hmm. them, all three of us, I think. Yeah, did. you did. You know? All of you did. You had jobs when you were young, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And I think we're all workaholics now. So it's like, it paid off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like those no i'm I'm joking mom like we're <laughs> we're not workaholics Nate's not a workaholic I, I i Greg might be I mean I don't know but, but I don't you, get the impression you, he is really you I, know you, I think yeah. you you know what you you know 
what you need to do mm-hmm. for you, yeah. right? And for your family and, mm-hmm. you know, and all of that. And you just do it. Yeah. I mean, I think of all the years that Greg went overseas, mm-hmm. you know, right from way back when. Yeah. Right. And then, you know, he just kept on. And, you know, now it's just like, yeah, well, I have to find something. Yeah. Right. And look at you, Dave, and, you know, Freedom's Path and mm-hmm. and Nate with his uh, fitness thing and, and mm-hmm. his, you know, his program that he that he works. He works so hard at that, too. Yeah. Right. I mean, and how much has that evolved for him? Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Right? Like from basically teaching people how to lift weights into all this movement stuff. Mm-hmm. And I mean, still does the weight stuff, but yeah. it's, it's evolved into like a therapy. Like, yeah. really, I, that's what I've seen. Yeah, he, he, yeah, it's, you know, so, I mean, mm-hmm. I just see you guys just doing, you do what you need to do, mm-hmm. right, for you. And, and that's, you know, God bless you guys, really. I'm well, and proud God of bless, you, all thank of you. you. Thanks, Mom. But God bless you and Dad and, and your mom and dad and Dad's mom and dad. God bless you guys for putting that in us, right? Because it's pretty easy. Like, there's times even where, I might be tired or something like that. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to take a couple of days off. But then yeah. I go to sleep and I wake up and I'm like, okay, but not today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because you know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of like that, you know, you have to do stuff, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, and there's always times you can take off, but then there's times you just can't. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's just such a weird, Nate probably learned quicker than Greg and I, right? About work, like not to make it a focal point, not to, because he, even though he works his ass off, yeah. I mean, it's just different. It's not really that. It's it's similar, but not the same. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. I remember, I know when we retired from um, Central mm-hmm. and uh, decided to do this here at uh, Wildrose, yeah. you know, along with, you know, Freedom's Path and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, talking with, I, I knew I, I knew I wanted to do something. Right. Because, mm-hmm. and, uh, so, you know, with my friend Teresa, we just decided that, you know, this is going to be our ministry. We're going to do the coffee time after, mm-hmm. after church. And that was something that was, you know, ours, you know, it's, yeah. it, it was our service. Right. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, we just, you know, we loved it. And Brittany and the, the other family, right. That, yeah. that joined us and. And it was, I, I, I miss that. I, yeah. I do. I, I miss that. Right. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, but that's okay. And, and now I feel like I'm, I'm free now. I've come to that place where I'm okay mm-hmm. with not doing anything specific because I am free to babysit. Yeah. You know, whoever needs me, mm-hmm. you know, Greg and Joy and, and Red Deer and Molly. Right. And, and uh, Nate and Zilla and Riordan and, and mm-hmm. you and Heather with the kittens. And, yeah. you know, I just feel... <laughs> Your grandma for all those people. I know. Yeah. But, you know, I feel really good that I can do that. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to say, well, I'm sorry, but, you know, yeah. I have to work. Yeah. Right? So I'm, 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 I'm very happy where I am right it, now. It seems like that, Mom. Yeah. Like, it seems like I both am. you and Dad, like, when it comes to especially having the time for the grandkids. Yeah. Like, that... Like, I mean, I, I, I probably, it was always there, the looks on your faces when all the family was around. But I think mm-hmm. over the last few years, I really noticed it because of the younger kids, right? Yes. Like just yeah. how much yeah. that means to all of us, Yeah. you know, to, to be in those, in that environment. I, I think it's great because we all love it. The cats love it. The kids love it. 
that you and dad are always kind of around, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I know, um, well, I don't know, but I, I, I've heard that like most of the, I think the highest functioning families are those that are all connected, right? That are um, not the ones that sleep with each other. Okay, if you're out there and you're into that weird stuff and you're from the South. <clears throat> I was no. just going to say that. I was going to say Alabama, but I didn't want to be specific just in case there's people from Alabama going, curse you, David, damn Canadians. Um, but yeah, like just it's uh, it creates like a very sturdy bridge into the future, right? For Molly, for Jameson, for um, Riordan, for um, Celeste, right? For Josh even, like um, even though he's being a little dick, that's okay. He he'll it'll come around, yeah. right? Like it'll come around because I I can I know that I've been a dick in my life, and thank God that we have the kind of family where you can come back from that, right? Mm -hmm. If you just take accountability for whatever it is that's going on. And I think that's the biggest thing, right? Just to you know, is to just you know open yourself and say, you know, look, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry that I I hurt you in that way. Mm -hmm. You know, can you? You know, find it in your heart or to forgive me, mm -hmm. right? I mean, but that's really hard for some people yeah. to do, right? And um, you know, I just, I think you guys are, you know, you've all done that, mm. you know, and then I've had to do it, right? Yeah. And not have to, but you know, what I'm saying we. Well, we want to. We we wanted we wanted to, yeah. and and we did it. Yeah. Right and. It, it it's that unconditional love mm -hmm. because it doesn't matter what happened what yeah. happened or yeah. who did what or whatever mm -hmm. just that like you said accountability yeah and just say it and mm -hmm. then move on absolutely right? and yeah and that's how I feel about the whole thing with anyone right is yeah with him or anyone else it's 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 not as though there's like I mean, I'm sure that even I am accountable for something in it, right? Absolutely, probably, for not saying enough then or whatever. Like, I probably have some accountability in terms of it. But the truth is, in general, the family that, that I've grown up with and that I know is the kind that, yeah, you can, you can be a dick, right? So long as you can be accountable that you're a dick and you stop being a dick, mm -hmm. right? Like, you can't just continue yeah. to be an asshole, just because you've said you're an asshole, <laughs> which I hear a lot in the rooms, right? Is that, well, I'm just an asshole. I'm always going to be an asshole. And it's like, yeah, you always can be if you want, right? Yeah. But we don't have to be. That's, it's it's you know? your choice, right? How, how, yeah. how you choose the way you want to live yeah. your life on a day-to-day -day basis, right? Mm -hmm. And with the people that you're going to interact with, right? Yeah. Are you always going to, you know, be that way or, or have things happen? And mm -hmm. you're just going to, you know wash that person away and, mm -hmm. and not make things right if you have that chance. Yeah, if you can. Yeah. If you can, right? Yeah. And uh, I, I, that's not me. I know that for sure. Yeah. I, I want I want everybody to get along. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and maybe it, it's going to look different with different mm -hmm. people, yeah. right? But have a clear conscience mm -hmm. with people. Your family and friends mm. and anybody else, right? Have a clear conscience. It's, that's important to me, but I guess that might be part of me. 
Yeah, but I think that's an important part of, that's, a, that's an important characteristic to have, I think, as a human, to want to have a clear conscience. And I, I really do believe most of us want that. Yeah, like, well, I think about step 10, right? I mean, yeah. why why is that in there? Yeah. You know, because it, it keeps us short accounts, have, you know, yeah. keep short accounts with God and other people and mm -hmm. yourself, right? Okay, where am I today? What have I done today? And Yeah, how far away am I from what I yeah. really want to be? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and, I, and thank you for that, for as, as well as um, all kinds of other things that I could not thank you enough for. But for you and dad creating the space that you have in the family, like you have three boys. We all could have been disasters, like for most, for all of our life, right? Yeah. But because of the love and that unconditional love, right? And that's the thing that, man, that's the thing that I see in animals, right? Is like, the, the, they're, they're acting out what we wish we could act out, right? Because we, don't, we have a conscience. We have, some say there's no awareness in dogs and cats, but I don't believe that. Like there's no um, spirit or something. There's definitely spirit, right? Like I know people who think that that's bullshit, but I don't. Because right? when you look into the eyes of the dog that we were talking about today, mm -hmm. you know, like you see a spirit in that, in that yeah. dog. You yeah. see it looking at you plain as day. Right. Like mm -hmm. same with the, there was an old, we were in the middle of the podcast mom and, and they went and brought the old girl in, the old dog, Darlene. And oh my God, as soon as the dog went and came in the room, everybody changed. Everybody, even the, the people who work there, yeah. all of us, we were all focused on the dog. Right. And it made it so possible to have to ask personal questions of the people there to yeah. be able to converse with them because we were all more comfortable. Yeah. And it's like that instant hit of like oxytocin when you see that old dog limping in to get pets, right? <laughs> but I mean, I, 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 wait a night, dad and I feel like that about Buster. I know. Yeah. You know, you look at him and you knew exactly what he was thinking. Yep. You know, I mean, we'd be gone for 10 days or two weeks, whatever. Mm -hmm. And he'd come running to the top of the step and look at us like, yeah, you're home. And then all of a sudden it's like, hey, wait a minute, you two. <laughs> you were gone. You left me. Yeah. And away he'd go and he'd, he'd sit on this chair by himself and face the other way. He wouldn't even look at us. He was so mad at us. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. I, I think. Yeah. I, I feel that. Well, I, you know I that's true. Yeah. 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 The only I think the only people who could really believe that animals don't have spirits are people that either don't like animals or they don't believe in the spirit, right? Which is fair, because if you don't believe in it, you're not going to think anything has it, right? Mm -hmm. Which is very fair, but I tell you what, um, if anyone tells me cats don't have spirits, I'll be like, you need to meet Floyd. Yeah, no kidding. Right. You just need to meet him and look at him like he's so expressive and like he's aware of me. He's aware that I'm yeah. not there when I'm not there. Like definitely so. Right. Like yeah. he's and, and so if they're aware like that, that means they have some stuff going on up here. Right. Well, how why why would they care otherwise? Yeah. Well, some would say and then some would answer, well, because you feed them. And I'm like, yeah, but it's not that simple. That might be so. part of it for sure. I'm yeah. not discounting yeah. an animal's desire and need to eat. Mm -hmm. But the, the truth is there's way more to it than that. Because I know when I when I go over and look after Floyd and mm -hmm. Izzy, and Floyd in particular, mm -hmm. he's okay at the beginning. Yeah. Right? But then as the days go by, yeah. 
he gets a little bit more like a little shyster, right? <laughs> and yeah. he does. And yeah. it just is like, okay, Dave, it's almost time for you to get home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because he, uh, I see the change yeah. in him. And Buster was the same way. Yeah, he was. He was absolutely the same. When I would yeah. watch Buster and you guys were gone, he was the same. A few yeah. days were good. Yeah. But if it was starting to push on like a couple weeks, uh, he wasn't having it. Like no. he was just like, no, Dave, fuck you. I'm going to lay on the couch. I'm laying on the floor. And at certain points, he wouldn't even sit with me on the couch, which was unheard of for him. Right? Yeah. Like he yeah. is a loving, he was a loving dog. But yeah, like um, the the inability to connect with animals is probably a human characteristic or character defect, right? Some kind. And by defect, I don't mean defective human. I just mean there's something missing, I think, in the human when you can't connect to an animal. And I don't mean bad or good. I just mean there's something not there, right? Um, Because there would have to be something not there. I I just can't get my head around it. I, I, yeah, I agree. I I can't. And so it was so nice to, because pets are just so good for the soul. They are good you for know. the soul. Yeah. yeah. Mom, is there anything else you want to talk about? Because I can mumble and we can talk about whatever we want all day. Is there? I, I don't think so because I could go on and on about things too. But you yeah. know what? I, I just feel like uh, recovery, <clears throat> I should just say that maybe. Sure. That recovery has changed my whole perspective on life mm-hmm. and even though I still have things that I know I need to work mm-hmm. on, it's like coming here. <laughs> yeah, but this but is a hey, huge thing for you, man. Here I am, right? Yeah. I, I, I came. And, uh, you know, stuff like that, I just feel like, well, you've come a long way, girl, and you've, you've learned how to say no. Mm-hmm. You've learned how to sit, step back and, and okay, what do I do? Mm-hmm. What do I what? Do I not want to do? Do do I not? Did I say that right? I think so. Okay. Yeah. I I don't. I I'm going to say yes. Okay. Good. 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 Yeah. You know, and <clears throat> and I've learned how to you know acceptance. I think mm-hmm. too of all people, mm-hmm. no matter you know yeah. who they are or where they come from or mm-hmm. or whatever. Because when you grow up in the church, you know, there's certain people that are just wrong. The church right? people? Yeah. Yeah, the church people. I mean... <laughs> they well, think lots of people are wrong, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. When you grow yeah. up like that and you, you you look at people and say, well, they're definitely not a believer. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, really? But that's yeah. how I grew up from the time I was a kid. Yeah. Right? There was a certain way you, mm-hmm. you needed to be. Oh, yeah. I know that because I grew up in the church too. Yeah. But yeah. it was, but it wasn't yeah. like even. But when you guys came along, it was different again. It was different again, right? Yeah. It was a little bit getting better, mm-hmm. as far as acceptance of people. Must have been, yeah. Yeah, then, uh, and then even you know coming, you know coming here because, you know, we didn't have a, a lot to do with, you know, like um, uh, Native Americans mm-hmm. and uh, Black people. Mm-hmm. And that kind of a thing, right? But, you know, coming, getting into recovery and having all these different cultures and stuff in Mm -hmm. groups and things like that, it was like, holy crap, man, this is really great. Yeah, the world is quite big. Yeah, and it's, well, gee whiz, you know, it's not so, because we weren't allowed to date Catholic people. Oh, really? 
We were not allowed to date Catholic boys. That was a good plan by grandma and grandpa. That was a good plan. Yeah. Yeah. So that was. <laughs> I just kidding. Every chance I get, I pick on the Catholic, pick on the Catholic Church. Well, I have a friend that says she's a recovering Catholic. So <laughs> I think that's okay, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I mean, yeah. I'm not gonna. I don't feel bad about it. But, yeah. and when we went to school, yeah, the Catholic school was separate from our school, from the public oh, okay. school. We were not together. Well, I mean, they still are, I guess, yep. to this day. Yeah. But we were not. We were not allowed to associate. So one of the first guys I went with was Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, mom. Sorry, dad. Yeah. <laughs> but that didn't, you know, it didn't last long, but just the mm-hmm. same, right? I think subconsciously I was thinking, well, you know what? I really like this guy, you know? Yeah. But anyway, that was, uh, but that's some of those things, right? That you mm-hmm. grew up with. Yeah. Then you get into recovery and realize, whew, you know? Yeah. Wonderful people. Well, and the world's world. big, and, and, and it's changing, and, and there's yeah, all it, kinds of stuff yeah, going on. It always is, yeah. and it's, I just, you know, I, I, it just had a, I had an eye-opener and a, you know, God moment one day, and, and this was a while ago now, but it's like, oh, you know what? All God's asking me to do is love people mm-hmm. and accept people for where they are, and the rest is up to him. Yeah. That's, that's my job, yeah. is to love people. And accept them for I like that. who they are and where they are. And the rest is up to God. Yeah. And, and you know what the truth about that is? And maybe we'll, yeah, anyway. The truth about that is, is that that's how you and Dad lived, have lived, mm-hmm. right? Since I've been around, anyway. And, and I'm sure yeah. it was before me. But that's how you have lived, that no matter what. Even though Dad was wrapped up in the church's rights and regulations and all that stuff, yeah. I still never heard him say, we will not help that person. Yeah. Right. Never. Not yeah. once. Not yeah. once did I hear you either of you say, "We're not having them here." Right. Yeah. Whoever it was, even if it was just another um, white person who was an asshole or whatever. Yeah. I, I never heard that growing up. Not that you guys didn't talk about it. You might not have talked about it around us, but I never even got that impression. And you right? know, I honestly, Davey, I don't think we ever did. Yeah, right? I, I'm I, sure I, you didn't. I feel like our house was. Uh, always open or we tried mm-hmm. you know tried to make it that way yeah and um that's just that's just the way that's just the way it was right? yeah thank you for tuning in this week to the voices in recovery podcast please stay tuned every wednesday as we air another episode thank you for your time and please if you're in trouble reach out if you need to contact us at www.freedomspathrecoverysociety.ca or you can look for us on Facebook under Freedom's Path Recovery Society. Thank you again for tuning in. Please stay tuned for upcoming groups, activities, and podcasts.